I'm doing great. <laughs> oh, brother. Okay. <laughs> I'm Eli. I'm Becca. I'm Trixie. And I'm Ian. <laughs> and this is Conspiracy Crashers. So this week we're talking about Walt Disney freezing his head and if the movie Frozen was created so that Walt Disney's frozen head wasn't the first thing that came up on Google search. Right? Yeah. Cool. We'll go with that. This is great. That's a thing. And I feel like Everyone's kind of heard about this one. Like, no, have you not? Not until you told me about it. I didn't hear, I didn't know about it until, until Ian told me. Ian, had you heard about it before? I had never heard of this. Really? <laughs> you were the only one who had heard of this. Hang on. Hang on. <laughs> Eli's like, everyone But hey, that's just proof that Disney's this. done his job. We're calling my sister. Hey, have you heard the conspiracy theory that Walt Disney froze his head? Yes. See? But also, you're like a mega Disney fan. Yes. Yes. But like, I thought it was really like a common conspiracy. I think I had to tell Erin about that one. I don't think she knew it. Damn it. Okay. So, it is a known conspiracy. Y'all just live under rocks when it comes to Disney. Yes. Okay. Although you could say that those rocks were put there by Disney. Under the Pirates of the Caribbean. Yes, specifically under the Pirates of the Caribbean. There is a hidden room under Pirates of the Caribbean. And they're <gasps> known for their hidden rooms. What? There is a hidden room at the top of the Matterhorn bobsleds, which they use as a basketball court. There's a room between the elevators of Tower of Terror that when the elevators drop, the walls of the room actually move in because of the vibrations. So I wouldn't be surprised if something's like hidden in this room. I don't think they're freezing bodies in this room though. That is true, but I feel like- (laughs) The story goes, uh, Disney died, what was it? It was late 1966, it was December I have the date, I have the date, I wrote it down. Wait, wait, December 15th, 1966. Yes, so he died officially uh, from complications of lung cancer and uh, a private funeral for just family members was held the day after. This funeral involved the cremation of the body and the ashes being buried in Forest Lawn Memorial Park. This is in Glendale, California. However, an interesting little hypothesis arose, first appearing in print in 1969 in an Issy Paris article, yep. in which a Disney executive attributed the particular rumor to a group of disgruntled animators uh, who were basically having a joke at the expense of Walt Disney's death. Uh, In other words, they declared that Disney had not been cremated, but instead that his body preserved in ice, but not literally in ice. They cryogenically froze him to be reawoken at a later point. But just his head. Or just his head. There are variations of the hypothesis. Variations. And like, I don't get it. Well, because, okay, wait, hang on. Hang on. (laughs) So. (laughs) Do you hear this? Shut up. (laughs) So the first body to be um, frozen actually wasn't until 67. And it was James Bedford's. um, And he died of cancer also. And uh, the first the first cryogenesis happened like in January of the following year. But how do we know that because Disney was so rich and powerful, he didn't utilize the very first part of that technology and it was secret? We don't know. Well, this is the thing. Disney himself was a futurist. He had been focusing on a lot of particularly technologically advanced projects. He was semi-involved in the 1964 World Fair. So it's not as if he wasn't familiar with cutting edge. And that's what makes, like, that's the only thing, the only redeeming quality to me about this theory is that we know he was very innovative and, like, really, he brought forward a lot of, like, modern-day ideas back in the 60s. And so, like, 
looking at it from that point, like, I'm like, okay, sure, he knew about cryogenics. It was beginning in the early 60s was when it first started picking up. But did he really think, like, oh, if they freeze me, they hadn't revived anything yet, had they? Wait, but then how did that connect if that was, when, wait, when did that happen? The, the first frozen body? No, with Walt Disney. Walt Disney died in December. December fifteenth, nineteen sixty-six. Okay, so how did how did the how did the idea of that Disney's Frozen was created? Oh, if that happened so long after that, like well, because the, oh, this ahead. particular theory, this hypothesis that he had frozen himself, has persisted since nineteen sixty-nine's first press appearance of the conspiracy. It's continued. And so an extension of that theory is the current theory we're discussing, where in order to cover up this freezing of Disney's body and to prevent people from looking it up on the internet and like, see, see Disney doesn't like having things which make them look bad appear in, in, you know, in the public view. Question. They'll censor cigarettes out of pictures that have Walt Disney in them just so that it didn't look like he was smoking on Disneyland grounds. Does you know? having him be frozen in cryogenics make him look bad? I mean, he was a problematic person, so... It doesn't make him look bad. However, there are, there are a couple things to consider. Biographically, people, have, people would talk about how Walt, Walt Disney, as the story goes, uh, had a, some sort of like future psychic uh, predict his death at 35. Right, right. We read the he survived story. past 35, but he continued to suffer from occasional bouts of depression, uh, during which he would be he would he would frequently uh, ponder his own death and mortality. It doesn't really say anything about whether or not he was obsessed with death in any way, but certainly, like the the idea of of his of his impending doom. Uh, occasionally came to haunt him. But I'm going to argue that real quick. Doesn't everyone have, like, maybe it's just me, but, like, I think about my death. Doesn't everyone at some point think of it and fear it? Like, it's the inevitable, but it's also the greatest unknown. If, so if you have not yet discovered that you are indeed mortal, I suggest you consider it now. Consider this a public <laughs> safety announcement. I mean, you are not immortal. You are not immortal. I know I'm. Rebecca and I are like, we don't live forever and be unicorns in rainbows up above. I know I'm a Martian, but like, even I know I'm mortal. Like, come on. If aliens are mortal, y'all are mortal. Awesome. Maybe that's what, maybe that's why in Frozen 2, they made the song Into the Unknown. Oh! <laughs> Ian's like, shut the fuck up. Well, something interesting about the movie Frozen that kind of relates is it wasn't originally going to be called Frozen. It was going to be called Anna and the Snow Queen. So yes, I know. I heard that. They decided yeah. to change it to Frozen. They just wanted to make it shorter because we're all lazy. And, like, we can't call <laughs> things by their, like, regular names to begin with. Like, we have Natasha Pierre and the Great Comet of 1812. Nah, we went to see Great Comet. Yeah, that yeah. happens all the time. Do like, you ever say Phantom of the Opera or do you say Phantom? Phantom. I, Phantom. Right. I say Phantom. Yeah. We're known for shortening things already. So Anna and the Snow Queen, like that's long. That's a mouthful. Yeah, like kids wouldn't be like, yay, I love Anna and the Snow Queen. Right. You know, right. I don't like, know what that voice was. Frozen. Like, you know, Swarms, I mean, kids. let's be real. It should have been called Olaf and Anna. Just done. Yeah. Uh, Elsa's yeah. unnecessary it's to the plot. Characters. Elsa is not unnecessary to the plot. <laughs> I am so... Oh, Listen, no. Elsa is a magical lesbian. Elsa is a magical... Well, that's a whole thing, right? That everyone thinks that Elsa... We should talk about that, that Elsa's a lesbian. I agree with we'll, that. We'll talk about that at the end. We have to do the actual okay. theory. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Okay, so something that I wanted to bring up, that this is just similar to in the way the topic of Disney trying to, like, force little, like, subtle things in there for children to learn about. So um, when I took sociology over the summer last year, we watched this video that, like, blew my mind, and I became obsessed with it. And it was all about how Disney 
make me like like in these common Disney movies they inputted stuff like very think like very intense things about like race racist ideas and sexist ideas and like um a lot of these things that were so like I would have never thought of like and and then you see these kids that like taking and absorbing so much information okay people still like there's a grave marker at the Forest Lawn Memorial but it's not labeled and they never like confirmed where it is and people use that a lot as evidence that there's actually nothing there because they're like well if it's not a labeled grave um like how do we know there's actually anything there how do we know his body's there mm-hmm. but like, in my mind one he was cremated yeah supposedly marry someone who was cremated. right and two like it, i think it wasn't marked because they didn't want to draw a ton of attention to it they didn't want people yeah to swarm it yeah <laughs> Right. No, I, I read that his burial plot is indeed marked, marked although it. the location is not disclosed. Okay. My fault. Mm. But, like, still, I mean, even that way, like, people argue that, like, he can't be there. Mm-hmm. Because, I guess, because we don't know where it is. But, like, well, like, let's... The thing is, they, they won't tell you where it is on the, on the memorial. Like, if you ask the memorial where it is, they won't tell you. But, you can go but that doesn't mean you can't find it in the in the burial plot. It has been like people have gone there, taken pictures of it. Right. Yeah. Know? But I mean, so if they're trying to hide it, they're not doing a great job. No. Um. But like, they also like. There's no proof, regardless, if he's in that grave or not. Not in the grave, but like in the, if his body's in that location or not, unless they're gonna dig up a fucking grave, like. You're not going to solve that one by that, but um, I do think it's funny that, like, people will try and use that as a solid argument. Yeah. Um, But, like, when, in reality, it's a privacy thing, as well as, like, he didn't want a funeral. Yeah, yeah. he He publicly said that, what, 10 years before his death? 10 years before, in a, like, live interview. Oh, wow. He said he did not want a funeral. He didn't want a bunch of people there. He just wanted to let it go and move on, really. Um, And I think part of that is he spent his entire adulthood in the public's eye. Yeah. And so he's like, I'm dying. Like, let's take the attention off of me. I'm not going to be here. And Mm -hmm. it's interesting that, like, that's what he wanted. Yet, 40, 60 years later, almost. No, 50 years-ish. 66, 54 years (laughs) There we go. We got it. 54 years later, we're still sitting here talking about Walt Disney's death. And so, I mean, it's kind of exactly the opposite of what he wanted. Whereas, like, if it yeah. was really big, I don't think we'd have this conversation. Hmm. Like, if it had been, been some big media event, it would have been, like, cool, he's dead and gone. Yeah, you're right. I don't know about that, because there are so many famous people in history who we still talk about, like Shakespeare... That's like hundreds of years ago, and yet we all still talk about how, like, we don't know the exact date of Shakespeare's, you know, like, we still talk about people in the ancient world. We still talk about Socrates and Plato, and that was so long ago. But we're not, like, fantasizing how... How they died? Yeah, like, that they could still be... I'm not fantasizing that they live in moon colonies still. (laughs) Oh, another conspiracy that Shakespeare is actually a woman. I, oh, God, I would love to talk about that. Oh, my knee. Sorry. I mean, I don't think Shakespeare... The force is female. Okay, let's keep asking. Yes, Disney. But, like, I think it... I just think that's really interesting that, like, we're doing exactly the opposite of what he wanted. hmm Also, I mean, he had yeah. parks at the time, and now there's four. I feel like there's more than four. Florida, California, China. France. France. Isn't there going to be a Hawaii one, or there is a Hawaii one? Hawaii is a resort. It's not the part. Um, but Wait. No, it's Tokyo Disney. Regardless, he's gone from having these two locations in the States to locations all over the world. Water parks, resorts. Like, Disney's kind of dominating the world mm-hmm. still. From, I mean, Disney Plus, the servers crashed within six minutes of it becoming public. Disney dominates, and, I mean, they own what like abc cbs who like they own so many networks and you kind of can't escape it so like of course we're still talking about it mm-hmm. but like yeah. i don't know that's a weird one for me also why just the head 
Hey, Grandma, guess what? I made a podcast. Oh, Peggy Sue, that's great. What's a cast slot? Is it for your Tic Tacs? You can listen to stories on it. And like an audiobook? One time, my boyfriend sent me an audiobook. Those were the days. No, it's different. It's super easy. I use this app called Anchor. This one is about conspiracy theories. Like how everyone believes the Earth is round? Um, sure. <laughs> I don't want you to spend all your pennies on this Anchor thing. Actually, with Anchor, it's free. I've already made money on my first two. Where can I listen to this past pod? Anchor distributes it for me on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. You know what they say, an apple a day keeps the podcast to stay. Bruma, you said it right, podcast. What? I said Laudplast. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's very strange. Why do Becca has an idea? <laughs> I've read something saying that the reason that they wanted to is so they could possibly animate him later, but now we do have the technology to animate dead people, i.e. Princess happen? Leia. You do? Princess Leia? Well, no, animated, like brought back to life, but uh, not like in. Oh, movies. I thought they meant like in movies because. <laughs> well, because I was thinking like Disney. But. Don't worry, like, they would not have to freeze his head to animate him. <laughs> well, that would yeah. be pretty awesome, though. That would be pretty cool, but that was my <laughs> idea. But yeah, why would they just do the head? That makes yeah. no sense. Have you seen. Um, did, did people. Did the article say it was just the head, or did they say... There's theories... Again, there, there are differing theories. Some people think it was the whole body. Some people say it's just the head. In theory, if future technology progresses, like, the, the, the whole point is like, oh, if they preserve your brain, then your memories and can be put into a computer and you can become an artificial life or some shit like that. That is it's a good like, point. It's like, um... Do y'all watch Futurama? I'll pretend like I do. No. There's the, the talking heads. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Um, so in Futurama, there's... Um, hang on. I'm finding a picture for you. All of the like celebrities, they have their heads in a jar in a museum. Mm. And they're, okay. they're all... Alive. They're all alive, but it's just their head. I saw that in a some. It wasn't Futurama, but I saw that in a, some other show. They must have been making fun of it. That's all I can think of, though. When people are like his frozen head, I just picture this museum of a bunch of heads. Yeah, arguing with each other, basically. I, I feel like, like if they froze Disney's head, then there must be a ton of other frozen heads. Because what are the odds that they would only do it with this one person? They would have done. It yeah, like that's well, like I what, mean, like what was the reasoning? Like when people created this like, thought of this theory, like, why did they think it was just his head? Like, is there a reason, yeah. or were they just, like... No, when it went from the full body to the head. Um, but, I mean, I think Ian already said it was the idea that you could, like, everything stored in the brain. Mm. Oh. Yeah. Could basically upload you. Um, but I don't know when it transferred from, like, his full body to, like, oh, just his yeah. next person. Well, I also, even, even now, like, if not as if cryonics is particularly popular. I thought less than 100 people so far have actually been, uh, I think less than 300 people so far have actually been cryogenically frozen after death. Right, like I've done it when I'm, well, I'm alive. But like, you do like, <laughs> well, no, there's like um, cryogenic therapies, but like, that shit's cold. But that's another story. But I don't understand why you would do it once you're dead like for science right but like the likelihood that you're actually going to be revived like yeah i intend to donate my body to science don't get me wrong take all my organs or wh whatever ones actually work because yeah i'm a mess but um i don't understand how um actually freezing someone's body after death benefits anything well, there have been scientific discoveries. They think that they're able to take mammoths that are frozen in ice and get the DNA out and figure out how to, like, how to, like, kind of reverse it to possibly, if they wanted to, make mammoths alive again. Do we really want that? We, we have successfully, uh, we have successfully brought back an extinct species 
to life through an incomplete DNA sample. To be fair, though, it, it, I think it only lived for like three minutes due to like like health complications. Not fully, I mean, isn't that what like ligers were and stuff? Like, ligers were like they would, yeah, they would like take the DNA, but it's not full like Jurassic Park will get the blood and create dinosaurs. That would be sick. (laughs) But it's, but they, there's progress on figuring out how to, not like we'd want to, but in case we had to one day. Yeah. Yeah. Like, to store it, I think. But, okay, I'm going to argue that also, though. Like, why would you want to bring back a dead person who's known for being, like, anti-Semitic and racist? Like, well, back then, they didn't know that. Right, but, like, if you bring him back, <laughs> isn't he still going to have those thoughts? Well, like, maybe nobody wants to bring back Disney now. Maybe Are we going to have a really just racist prick walking around? Like, we already do. Yeah, he's in charge of the <laughs> Yeah, <US>. exactly. <laughs> we talked a lot about cryonics itself and we've talked a lot about the hypothesis that disney was frozen but we haven't yet talked much about why disney's frozen body relates to the production of the disney film frozen yes okay so i'm ready this is my territory apparently um so for a really long time and like i've known about this theory since i was probably six or seven But I also grew up going to, like, Disney on ice every year. And we went to Disney. (gasps) I did, too. Um, But, like, you know, I grew up with Disney to the extent of going to the parks, going to Disney on ice, going to the resorts. Like, we were a Disney family. I've known this theory forever. um, And my sister and I like to, like, look shit up a lot. And we would find that all the time pretty quickly. You would type in, like, Disney Frozen. And it would be Disney Frozen Body, Disney Frozen Head. Um, Disney Frozen after death yeah and like the first like four search results would be like about him being frozen and so the theory is that the movie was created to take that off of the top search results because now if you type in on google Disney let's see Disney's Frozen I get Disney Frozen 4 Disney Frozen 2 Disney Frozen Playland with 50 balls but now all you have to do is type in Disney Frozen Head and all these articles come up. Right. You just have to add the head. Right. And so, like, if it if it's true that, like, that's... Well, no, I only get one about the head. The rest is Disney's Frozen Headphones, Headbands, and Styling Head. There's a principle I'd like to talk about, which seems to imply that this tactic, should Disney have actually chosen to go with it, was a bad idea. And this is the the general principle that if I, you know, you know how McDonald's will sue companies for using names, which are too similar to it because it'll, they'll detract, they'll try and take, increase their popularity and recognition through comparing their name to the, to a more well-known one. Like Tiger King, the, and the cat, big cat entertainment. He stole the name. Things that have all, things that have, already been cemented into people's minds will be recalled if a if a new thing with a very similar name is brought into the limelight so in theory since again we've already discussed how this conspiracy theory about disney having frozen himself was already a long-lasting conspiracy since you know the 1970s to make a movie titled Disney's Frozen actually would increase the number of people who would recall the conspiracy theory. Right. And to prove this, I looked at Google Trends. Ooh. And what we find is, yes, the search for Disney Frozen spiked very high when the movie was released. However, also... Walt Disney Frozen and Walt Disney Frozen Body, both of those searches all spiked when the movie was released. Much less than the movies, that, much less than Disney itself, because there were more results flooding in that were new for the movie. Nonetheless, the production of the movie with the similar name increased traffic towards the searches about the conspiracy relating to Disney's frozen body. Right. In other words, their tactic psychologically was like the worst one they could have possibly used. I have, okay, I have a thought on this. 
but so did Becca. So Becca, go ahead. I was going to say, I think that could have been a marketing ploy because in PR, in my PR class, we learned about search engine optimization, which is when you write an article, basically, you're looking for words that people will search to try to make it pop up. And so then with that, so basically by creating Disney's Frozen, they use search engine optimization to make articles about cryogenics come up when you search Disney's Frozen. So more people hear about Disney's Frozen, Frozen, Frozen. And, Frozen and also to create more of a buzz around the movie because people get interested in it. Oh, is this to cover up Frozen, Disney's This Fro is an interesting theory about how they would use the conspiracy to promote the movie. However, mm -hmm. that theory directly contradicts the current hypothesis that they created the movie to obscure <laughs> the yeah. search about him being frozen. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't I think the search engine logic also disproves the hypothesis. Yeah. <sighs> I, I have a thought on this, which is a scary thing when I think. What if they did it because kids now are the ones on computers, really? And so, like, they're looking up, like, Disney's frozen. And so, like, little kids, I mean, y'all didn't know about it till I said it. So the generation that really knew about it is old now. Mm -hmm. So is it also a way of detracting attention from the Frozen's head, knowing that kids are going to be looking up Disney's Frozen and wanting to see Elsa and Anna? So that's going to become more and more frequent as new generations come. That is true. And less yeah. than the head. This because is true. Internet wasn't really, really popular when it happened. If it did happen, let's just say if it did happen, the internet wasn't popular, so I was going to say, why would they wait all of these years after this frozen body supposedly happened to release the movie to cover it up? And it's because they didn't have to worry about it because everybody wasn't on the internet back then, so people didn't hear about it. You know, it's a lot easier to hide things when there's not internet putting everything out there. And also, I'm not saying I believe that. It happened. I'm just putting out no, that's what you're a devil's to do. advocate. That's what you're to do. Good job. Yeah, yeah. Thanks. Um, but like, also on that, um, why now? Why 2000, whatever, 13, 13 when right? Frozen came out? Like, that's a very odd. Like, yeah. Why? Like, what made? If that's what they did, why then? And why not? Soon was there any? Is there any like research that it like there was a sudden spike for some reason in in the searches of the cons? Of that conspiracy that and around 2013 not when i did the research uh not only had the had the average not only had the average number of searches for things like walt disney frozen body not only had they been dropping all since uh, like 2003 when they when it you know when google was re relatively new and so the searching was higher in general for anything mm -hmm. uh uh, so not only were they on average lower, but they hadn't spiked in years. And so the release of Disney's Frozen actually produced a spike that had a greater spike than it had been yeah. seen in the entire history that I can find on Google Trends. So the movie really like it didn't reduce it increased them. Yeah. Uh, the other thing I've always the other thing I've always wondered is why if you're going to try and obscure something, why would you go for a short-term plan? Because the problem with a movie to initially eat up results is that even now, like I just look up Disney Frozen on my phone on Google, the fifth result from is a, an article from Biography uh, from March 3rd, 2020, is Walt Disney's body frozen? That's yeah. still the top fifth result simply yeah. because it's new. Exactly. Yeah, that's exactly why, like, if they had created the Frozen movie to d deter people from knowing They'd about They'd have to keep that, making Frozen movies. You wouldn't be able to find it on Google, and yet you can. Unless yeah. there is some proof that we're talking about, but they made it harder to find somehow. Because all the articles that you can find on Google are debunking this theory like it was very hard to find ones that proved that the theory was correct but there's also like very little proof in general because like i mean his death certificate says he was cremated yeah has the time and date on it exactly mm -hmm. 
And yeah. I mean, people argue like, oh, it's faked because apparently that's a thing now. Um, but like, there's very little evidence that would withstand the paper facts for this one. So like, it's kind of hard to fight the like his head's frozen part, but it's easier to fight the like frozen was created to like deter. Yeah. Than it is yeah. to fight the actual evidence of what's he frozen. Yeah, psychologically, it doesn't make sense to cre- pro- heavily promote a movie with a name similar to a conspiracy theory, which which besmirched the name of Disney. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make sense. And sure enough, when put into practice, if it was put into practice as a censorship method, it had the opposite effect. <laughs> I drew more attention to it. Um, I'm going to argue, not against you, but like I'm going to say they wanted to draw more attention to it because when yeah, you... Yeah, I feel like that's more provable, honestly. When you search Disney's head or Disney's Frozen, you get all the movies too. And mm-hmm. so by bringing more attention to the Frozen head, you're going to find the movies. And so that's going to bring them more money. Mm. And so I would okay. argue that like it was intentional but it was intentional for a different reason than what we're thinking. Yeah, yeah. it's unlikely they did it specifically to conceal this conspiracy theory, to bury it. Uh, if anything, to, as you guys have been pointing out, leveraging the theory for further film promotion just makes them more money in general. So there, there's not enough evidence to say that Disney had enough motivation as a company to squash this theory. Mm-hmm. Because it, it's not as if it impacted their sales in any way. Right. In, you know, in, you know over 60 years. Yeah, that's true. Or 50 um, years, I should say, my bad. So I want to backtrack because I don't have much else to say on the Google part of things. Yeah. But why under Pirates of the Caribbean? Ah, yes. Why did they hide his head slash body under the Pirates of the Caribbean ride? Under a water ride. Why also, under a water ride? Also, who came up with that? Yeah. I have no clue. Nobody knows where it came from. Nobody knows why specifically that ride. The only thing I could guess, the only thing I could possibly guess is that somebody might have thought, oh, well, because the environment near the Pirates of the Caribbean ride is near plumbing and it's a generally wet, cold environment, it would be easier to maintain the cool, the cool conditions for the preserving the head. The problem being, first of all, the ride having water doesn't mean that everything underneath the ride has water. Secondly, yeah, yeah. the temperature of the water ride and the climate of the water ride is nowhere near cold enough to preserve a yeah. So, in fact, it's probably like warm almost. I mean, com- compared to yeah, cr- c- yeah, compared to cryogenic temperature levels. Oh, absolutely, it's it's boiling hot compared. Maybe it was just too obvious to put it under haunted mansion. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe the pirates stole it. <laughs> pirates. No. Okay. Wait, guys. It was because Johnny Depp is known for showing up and hiding on the Pirates of the Caribbean ride. Um, that and like popping out. <laughs> went like an up some Jack Sparrow shows up so maybe he came and went through the tunnels of Disney and got his body out of Haunted Mansion. I don't know if I'd trust Johnny Depp that much with the frozen body. It's a joke. I know. (laughs) But yeah no I mean I think Haunted Mansion and Tower of Terror were just too obvious. Yeah. So we went with Pirates. And so, like, what? Is there, like, a giant fucking freezer down there and someone has to guard this freezer every day? Like, what a job. <laughs> I mean, I feel, like, I feel like people underestimate how difficult it is to actually maintain a, a, a space cold enough to preserve a body in yeah. the way that cryogenics describes. I mean, what? How, I don't actually know. Let's look this up. How cold is a cryogenic chamber? Negative 32 degrees Fahrenheit. Oh, my God. I don't know if that's yeah. true. I made up a number. Don't... <laughs> Please look it up, because I just made up something. I was about to say, that sounds, that sounds, that sounds oddly not cold enough. Uh, really? Yeah. Well, think about it. Like, bodies decompose even in snow. You know? It happens. Yeah, so, like, All right. I have it. I have it. 
negative 238 degrees Fahrenheit to negative 460 degrees Fahrenheit. How do they put yeah. oh, bodies in it without dying? Tongs. Uh, how do they keep <laughs> the bodies in it without dying? What? Like, so if I had a dead body that I wanted to put in cryogenics, mm-hmm. how would I put it in this without dying? I would a have, warm suit. But I feel like a no, warm suit would be, be enough. You know, <laughs> I'm delirious apparently, but you know the like at the zoos, the sticks with the like animal heads on it and you push the trigger <laughs> and it clumps. Yeah. They have a bunch of those that are really long and they just clip the person <laughs> onto it. <laughs> so uh, to begin with, like if you think of something super cold like liquid nitrogen, you can you can like as long as you're saving and have like gloves and stuff you can like be near liquid nitrogen and like not be cold first of all because of the laws of thermodynamics where heat radiates but cold doesn't cold simply is like where heat goes so it's not like you could get cold by being near liquid nitrogen right uh but also Won't uh, there's more heat there's more ambient heat in most environments than there is anything cold coming from liquid nitrogen's presence. Mm-hmm. Like, it, 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 in general, it is much harder to make something stay cold than it is to keep something hot. But like, okay, here's my question. Like, you have to wear gloves when working with um, liquid nitrogen, otherwise it would burn your skin. So, yeah, you have, to be, you have to be careful when actually administering liquid nitrogen. Right. So, also, I'm not actually sure if they use liquid nitrogen itself, because I'm pretty sure liquid nitrogen would absolutely destroy a body, like if directly applied to a body. So I doubt that's how cryogenics actually works. We use liquid nitrogen to make ice cream at fancy places that overcharge for mediocre ice cream. Um, But um, so obviously they would have to wear some type of suit. Otherwise they would destroy their bodies. But I wonder if it's like the thing where like when you're out in the cold and then you come inside and it's really warm inside and it kind of feels like your body's burning. Yeah. Yes. And so, like, I wonder if that's part of why. Liquid nitrogen is the most commonly used element in cryogenics and is legally purchasable around the world. And liquid helium is also commonly used and allows for the lowest attainable temperatures to be reached. Wait, can I sneeze? Oh, no. no. I mean, what what haven't we gotten to yet? I mean, I feel like we got everything, honestly, um, other than, like... Wait, I froze. Yes, you did. Is there a person guarding the body? That's all I want to know. Is there a person guarding the body? Yeah. I mean, that that would be impossible to prove because then you'd have to prove there's a body in the first place to guard. That's true. Okay. I just yeah. like to imagine a little person there with like a stick. So I have a question. Why do you think Disney's daughter Lillian said that he had no interest in cryogenics when other people said that he had a lot of interest in it well the interest that came from it was published in books that have been proved where 90 percent of the information in books were actually false and it was really ill-researched so i think it make that alone makes um the idea that he was even interested in cryogenics really um just it kind of invalidates it um but there's also the other argument that we said at the very beginning that he was an innovator and was known for that stuff so like it's hard to believe also that he wasn't curious about it at the very least so i don't know i don't know someone else might have an idea uh that's hard to say i mean his daughter what what most sources like like biographically say about him is that he if they are going to say anything at all they say that he was anxious about death that does not imply he actually had any interest in cryonics it just means he you know he considered his mortality and so the as i recall there was some sort of uh there was some sort of like uh uh tabloid uh that that ran an article that said one of the one of the writers had broken into i forget if it was disney or the hospital and saw Disney's body in a cryogenic chamber. Wait, what? This is how this all started, back like oh, right when Disney had died. Wasn't it like a reporter? It was a, it was a p- reporter for a tabloid magazine. Yeah, yeah, but I feel like tabloid magazines make up things all the time. That is the problem. Because uh- <laughs> they just want sales. Like the tabloid magazines 
announced one time that they have found like a half bat, half human, and that's what the musical Bat Boy is based off of. Like they yeah. said that. Yeah, it was based off wow. of tabloid that, that that somebody found like a half bat, half human in a cave, and then they made a whole musical about it, and it was totally false. Dude, um, I feel like we need laws regulating the truth value of news. True. It was a reporter for a tabloid called the National Spotlight. And he claimed that he had snuck into St. Joseph's Hospital in Burbank, California, directly across the street from Disney Studios, um, which is where Disney was treated right before he died. Yeah, that's where he passed away. And he said the reporter disguised himself as a orderly, broke into a storage room, and saw the deceased Disney suspended in a cryogenic metal cylinder. How do you see somebody in a metal cylinder? <laughs> it's opaque. You can't see through it. It has a window. <laughs> The okay, the other thing I have to consider is why would a standard hospital be outfitted with the specific equipment required to yeah, put someone into a cryogenic chamber? Yeah, it'd be a in like a lab. Because that would require an entirely different, you could do that in just like a normal doctor's office. Yeah, it would be in like a well, lab. Why did people, why did people even believe this random ass employee, man? Like, hello? Because it was the What do you mean? Why does anyone believe anything in a tabloid magazine? Because it's exciting. That's true. It gets people uh, talking, it gets true. buzz, and then um, unfortunately, like a game of telephone, things change and people believe things, and then you have a completely different story than what was true, and you have a large group of people who believe it. Why do we talk yeah. about conspiracy theories in general? Because it's fascinating to think about possibilities. Yeah, exactly. If you can't prove that it isn't true, people will cling to the possibility that it is. Mm -hmm. And I mean, that's always entertaining. I mean, even if you are a skeptic or you believe, like I believe a handful of the conspiracies, but nothing we've covered yet. Um, but like, even if you're a skeptic or you believe some of them and not others, people love to question things and love to just explore things and prod too deep and always are looking for answers. So I'm not surprised that like this is a thing that people believe, but it is known to me that it doesn't make sense how many people do believe it. And I think it is crazy that it's lasted so long. And like logistically it just, in my head at least, it just doesn't work. But I think people are always searching for the next big thing that excites them or fascinates them. And we're always learning but we're not necessarily always learning the right information. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm. That doesn't mean people aren't going to believe it. I definitely think that it could have happened that somebody was frozen and it could have been Disney, but I don't think it's like honestly worth trying to figure out because it won't matter, you know? Do you think we're actually going to get to the point where we can revive people in our lifetimes? Because I mean, like, they can, they successfully, I mean, I don't think he ended up living entirely, but they successfully used a pig's heart in a full heart replacement surgery on a human. Oh my God. Lived for like, I think it was like 20 minutes. It I don't wasn't think very they're long, going to be able to like, revive the people, but I think that since cloning is a thing, they might be able to since create- Since cloning a thing? Cloning, cloning is possible. Like they've proven that cloning is possible. People have cloned dogs and stuff, but it's not the exact same dog. They basically use the DNA of the dog to like, to like, I guess like, I don't, I don't know exactly how it works, but I do know that cloning is a thing. And so it is very possible that you could use the DNA to clone. Mm. A lot of people think that that's not ethical. Ian probably knows more than this because I'm not sciencey, but I mean, th there are limits to how much science I'm looking at on the fringe outside of what I'm particularly studying. That's yeah. true, but I would like to like look into that. Not that I want to be cloned, but I'm curious about how cloning works. I mean, it's not particularly difficult to. I mean, we can, we can take a particular cell and we can, we can, you know, we can analyze DNA fairly consistently. Uh, so consistently, in fact, that we are able to look at individual mutations, which are related. And that's how you can have a, that's how you can do like genetic ancestry tests. Right. Because you can find correlations between different people's races, literally, their racial history where they came from, where their ancestors lived. Uh, so to track DNA is not very difficult. 
to like record all of the DNA in something. Uh, once you have the DNA of, of a creature, as long as you have a cell willing to, you know, willing to process genetic material uh, and take commands, you know, you can, the cell will essentially replicate itself. And right. This is something to me, um, like, Frank, I'm sorry, I interrupted you. Go ahead. No, don't worry about it. It's, it's not as if I'm an expert on cloning by any means. I'm just, you know. It just sounds like Frankenstein bullshit to me. Like, it's, there's so much room for error, I feel like. And, like, I feel like if you tried to clone something and for some reason something mutated when within the clone, which I would find pretty likely, um, like, you could end up with, like, a fucking disaster. True. Mutation is very, very unlikely, particularly because the mutation would be under direct observation by people who were artificially creating this clone. I, th I, think, I think the fact that there's a human control factor eliminates the risk of an unexpected mutation to becoming almost entirely negligible. Uh, we have successfully made clones. So if such a process were not po possible to be successful due to too many margins of errors, we wouldn't have already done it. Right. And as I did mention earlier, we have successfully cloned a once extinct species. We brought, uh, we brought the creature back to life for like three minutes before it died because, you know, when, when you only have some of your DNA, you tend to be missing important components that help keep you alive. I'm not sure about that. I think all of my DNA has the part that's like, your body's fucked up. <laughs> oh, yeah, that, the, the suicidal gene. I love it. Right. Like, okay, there, I'll bring that into play, though. If you have, like, genetics that are, like, a little not healthy, and then you go to clone something, but it's not, like, a visible mutation, could, that would still convert, wouldn't it? like mental illnesses yes possibly that gets into the entire nature subject versus, of nature versus yeah. nurture and mental illnesses well yeah which would we're be not doing that that's very in-depth conversation i mean you can i mean there is a there are some uh mental disorders which are directly linked to genetics yeah but unfortunately the, the field in general of animal psychology and neurology is so limited that it would be hard for me to say that any individual mutation within this creature, even if there were dozens of mutations within this particular cloned creature, it wouldn't be easy to say if that would, if that would guarantee any sort of abnormal effects. Okay. Especially, especially given how, much, how many mutations do literally nothing within, within your DNA. Yeah, it's a very interesting. I mean, the whole thing's very interesting. Um, just because, like, I don't know, this plays on, like, absurdity, gullibility of people, um, believing in the media. There's a lot of things on this that just, like, affect the entire story more than other things. Like, there's other ones that, like, I mean, I guess all conspiracies require that. But, like, for this one, it seems like it relies so heavily on that. And that, like, there's not really any evidence supporting it other than these articles back in the 60s. Yeah, there, there's really just, the only thing it really has is the circumstantial evidence that he conceivably might have had the resources and motivation to do it, maybe. And he had the money to do it. Exactly, he had the resources and motivation. Yeah. He could have pulled it off, he could have done it. That's basically all it's got, is that it might have happened, therefore it did. Yeah, and they could have faked the birth certificate. I mean, sure. I mean, sorry, death certificate. Like, people yeah, it could have happened. Documents all the time. So I guess we'll just never know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Clearly, we'll never know. Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you could, you could, you could just, you know, excavate underneath the site. I don't think that's legal in any way, but you could try. So when I get my job at Disney, working as Peter Pan, I'm you know where you're gonna go first. Exactly where I'm going, and like, I do know the parks have a lot of underground tunnels. Um, yeah. I've been in some of them. I have seen females walking around holding his head, and that is the most traumatizing thing a child can see. <laughs> um, there are, like, I can confirm from performing at Disney, there are hidden tunnels and hidden rooms within those tunnels. But they're not very big. Um, like, I, you, Ian's completely 
right in saying I really don't think you could freeze a body there. Yeah. Like, but even if you went there and there wasn't a frozen body, that doesn't mean that it didn't happen. It just means right, that it's in but, a um, cryogenic lab instead right, or whatever, but, but, chamber or whatever yeah. you call it. You, you would probably need a, an appropriate facility Mm-hmm. And couldn't just you could you know you, you couldn't convert just any old place into a without a, a some serious war. Your um, Imagineers must be pretty brilliant. True. And when we do our Disney trip, we know where we're going. You're right. Yep. We're gonna be the ones that figure this out once and for all. Um. No. We're gonna wrap this up real quick. So basically, do y'all think Frozen was created? as a tactic to get rid of the search for Disney's frozen head, or do you think it was created to bring more attention, Trixie? I think it was created to bring more attention. I feel like there's more, you can back that up more, and especially maybe even for people that otherwise would not watch Disney movies, but are interested in like conspiracy theories, and that's conspiracy theories specifically, it would drive them to watch it because they'd be trying to search for like hidden meanings within it but yeah i feel like that is more proven okay i firmly believe this this conspiracy has nothing going for it but i will say i want it to be true just because the idea that some head of disney thought you know what i know exactly how to conceal this conspiracy on the internet that walt was frozen We'll make a movie called Disney's Frozen. It'll be great. No one will ever look it up again. Like, I want it to be true just so that that fuck up could be remembered, could be immortalized forever. That's fair. I do love that fuck up idea. Um, you know, like, part of me wants it to be true just because, like, how cool would that be to have a frozen head? Yeah. Like, I would like to own a frozen head. Let's do it. I'm ready. I'm getting a big. I, I, I wouldn't want to deal with the expense that would go into that. <laughs> right. But I honestly think this entire thing, like the Google side of it, was just purely a coincidence. Like, I, that's purely where, a coincidence. That's where I kind of agree because I, I believe. You would that, like a frozen head too? No, no, not that part. <laughs> I think that it's a, it's a possibility that he could have been frozen. Probably not, but it could have been. I think we can't say that it didn't because things are hidden all the time. But I don't think they would look into it that much. And I don't think they would look into it that much unless it was for marketing of some sort. Yeah. So I don't think they're really correlated at all. But it could. I, I liked what Trixie said, though, and I liked what Ian said. So, yeah. Yeah. But I think we won't be able to know if he's frozen in less like in a hundred years they come out with it and they're like hey guys we're bringing him back to life All you right, were guys. right you know like, so, so so in other words to summarize your to summarize your opinion disney actually being frozen inconclusive might have happened might not have happened yeah. disney's frozen head conspiracy being hidden by disney movie didn't happen yes thank okay. you Ian. okay there we go